Welcome to Frosh FM, your one-stop shop for everything you need to know about your first year at Queen's. Whether you're fresh from high school and ready to take the big leap into university, or if you're a new coming grad student who has already experienced post-secondary, this podcast will have important information for you. You'll hear interviews with clubs, information on all the different resources for you, and fun banter with our panel of alumni and current students who are all here to help make sure all your questions are answered. Welcome to another installment of Frosh FM. I'm sitting here with Colette from the School of Graduate Studies. Thanks for sitting down with me. You're very welcome. And I should say, g'day. This is CJ the DJ here. Um, and I am not your host today for Grad Chat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So things are going to be a bit different today. I'm on the other side of the, of the panel. Yes, I get to interview you as opposed to, what, about a month ago when you interviewed me? Exactly. So <laughs> I must admit, it. I think it's more scary sitting this side, being the one that's being interviewed. <laughs> so Definitely I totally is. get what you guys are saying. Well, I'm not quite sure, Colette. <laughs> <laughs> that's all right. Um, all right. So we should just jump right in. And I, can I you so. uh, introduce yourself and tell us a bit about your role with the School of Graduate Studies? Sure. So, um, of course, my name is Colette, and I've been actually working in the School of Graduate Studies for 13 years now. This was really my first big job that I've got here in Canada. So I was very fortunate for that position. And I must admit, over the years, it's changed slightly. In the beginning, it was very much to do with purely to do with recruitment of graduate students. Now, of course, it's changed a little bit. It's still recru- recruitment, but it's looking at the whole journey of a grad student from pre- um, prospective student all the way through to when you graduate. And I must admit, that's a lot more exciting for me because <laughs> it gives me an opportunity to work on 
I'm sorry, excuse me, to work on various uh, projects, um, looking at events and things that we can be doing to showcase like various resources that are on campus, but also showcasing your research as well, which is very important to us. So, you know, as they call it, it's just this whole journey going through. I get to meet some fantastic people, both um, in various departments, but of course the important thing to me is meeting our grad students. I love that. And uh, that's how it's kind of evolved as the years have gone by. So, you know, it's the whole student experience part that I'm involved in now. Nice. That sounds like a big job, though. Yes, it is. But luckily, I love it. Oh, that's so great. I wouldn't wouldn't be in the job if I didn't love it. I'm not one of those people who sticks around in a job and curses it every day. I couldn't (laughs) do that. No, it's not. It's not worth it. Life's too short. So, yeah, I'm very fortunate to be in a job that I do enjoy. Oh, I'm so glad to hear. Uh, So you talked a little bit about your role with the SGS, but can you maybe just give me an overview of what the SGS is and what you guys do just in general? I know that's a big question, but... Not a problem. (laughs) I can do the short version or the long version, but I think today we'll just do the short version. (laughs) (laughs) So predominantly, the School of Graduate Studies is the administrative arm of Graduate Studies at Queen's. And um, so that's, you know, about admissions, awards, thesis completion, all the rules and regulations of what you need to do to complete your degree. That really falls under the School of Graduate Studies, looking at quality control. Um, if we're wanting to, if programs or departments are wanting to put in new, new degrees, it has to go through some sort of quality control and checks and things. So it starts off with the School of Graduate Studies. So that was the main part of what the School of Graduate Studies was and still is. Then the other side of it, of course, is some of the things I've just been explaining part of my role is what else can we do to support our graduate students? So with that, it's very much the School of Graduate Studies because we're only small in terms of office numbers, working with various departments on campus uh, to find out what is available for our students to use, to go to if they need support, um, both academically, professionally and personally. And how can we collaborate with them on other projects to make things, make the student experience a little bit better as they're going through? Now, it used to be just me, but luckily I've got a couple more colleagues helping me on that now. So we do that, like I said, through various events. Um, Sometimes it's what we do on our websites. We have three websites. And, um, you know, it's just those sort of collaborations. So I guess that's the short version (laughs) of what we do. I think that gives us a pretty good idea just to start off with. Oh, and I guess I should say one more thing. Um, The postdoctoral fellows never used to sort of fit anywhere because they're not students and they're not faculty. Mm. So even though we don't get involved in the employment contract side of things, that's done with human resources, we do um, have a small arm in our office to try and help support them in terms of, again, events and getting a chances to meet with each other. That's really nice. It sounds like the School of Graduate Studies is really crucial in fostering a positive experience at Queen's for everyone. We like to think so. Yeah. Can we improve? <laughs> Absolutely. We can all improve in these things. Of course. But it's, it's the collaborations that work. And we're very fortunate to have some great people across the, the university to work with. Awesome. Great. So uh, a lot of what you were talking about is is kind of fostering experience mm-hmm. at, at Queen's. Uh, and I know that 
a big time of the year is right now with the students coming back. So do you want to talk about maybe some of the big projects you've been working on, some big things you're excited for to welcome the new students and returning students? Well, first of all, of course, back in March, COVID pandemic hit us. Uh, And so the usual thing is that we would probably do at this time of year. Of course, we can't, but we have rejigged things around. And what we did over the the summer was kind of like the transition period for everyone on campus of saying, okay, we can't do it potentially the the usual way. How are we going to do it differently? So So our students, both new and current students, still have a good experience. So over the summer, uh, first of all, in terms of orientation, because we couldn't hold our usual welcome and resource fair that we would be doing, um, actually next week we would be holding it. Um, what we've done this year, working with the SGPS in particular, it was a nice little collaboration with the Society of Graduate and Professional Students and the School of Graduate Studies. We worked on a series of videos to showcase those various resources that are available to students, as well as um, tips and tricks, I, I guess you could call it, of how to look after yourself as a grad student, and not just themselves, but maybe if they're bringing family with them and that sort of thing. That's wonderful. So, yeah. Yeah. So it was great. So we, so we had a series to do with like funding and work. We had a series of you know looking after yourself. Another one was thriving as a grad student. So there were the three themes, and each theme had oh between six and seven different videos. Um, some were done specifically by us, others by other departments, such as Queen's University International Centre, uh, Student Academic Success Services, the Registrar's Office, Centre for Teaching and Learning, all across the board. So we were very very fortunate to get that which means now they're on the website for, for students to go back anytime they need to, to um, check out on some of those resources available. With that as well, we also, actually it's just been held this week, the SGPS ran um, a Q&A session for each of those three themes. So was, after seeing those videos, if there were still questions, that was an opportunity for people to actually come online and ask questions. They went extremely well. Some great questions asked by some of our incoming students. The usual ones around finances and uh, health insurance. They were the big ones that came up, particularly for international students. So it was important that we got the right message out to them and who they should be contacting. So there were some of those things that we did. Also, we had a a series of different webinars throughout uh, summer. Uh, Once again, because of pandemic, letting people understand, well, this is our next steps, et cetera, et cetera, because there was a lot of questions getting asked. And what we wanted to do is put everyone at ease to say, is it going to be different? Absolutely. But this is what we're all going to be able to do to get through it all and still help you progress because that was important. Um, I'm just trying to think some of the other things we've been doing. And I'm running out of breath myself because I'm not used to being on this side. (laughs) (laughs) And I tell you what, wearing a mask does not help. (laughs) No, it does make it a little bit more challenging. (laughs) But we do need to do that because we all have to keep safe as we know. For sure. um, With all those different protocols. Um, Well, I guess, so in terms of that, uh, our programs themselves have various 
orientation sessions that they're doing in their own way. And a lot of it, I hate to say it, a lot of it at the moment is, is either Zoom, using Zoom or MS Teams to get those interactions. Some some people have been very creative of how they can get people not just to listen and, and type something in a chat box, but also be able to get to meet each other and things like that. I mean, I've, I've gone to a number of different orientations, webinar orientations, and uh, from programs, and it's been great to see that because they can put their faces up, they can interact and say, hi, I'm such and such, etc. Because building that community early is really, really important, and that's a big um, cornerstone of what we want to do at the grad studies is to help people realise there is a graduate community. It may not always be as visible as the undergrads, but it is there. And, and sometimes you have to reach out for it. For sure. Yeah, it's not necessarily just going to come to you. Sometimes you have to know where to look for it as well. So there's those sorts of things. And then I guess we also started a little earlier than normal our professional development workshop series. And that was for a couple of reasons. One, because everyone was going online anyway, and both new and current students were wanting to do something. So we thought, why not bring some of those workshops that we would normally hold earlier? And some of them used to be a webinar anyway, others were in person. And so with those, of course, we had to flip them all to make sure they're online. So the ones we brought forward were things like, um, you know, tips and tricks on finding uh, a scholarship. You know, what you need to do to make sure you put a good scholarship forward, scholarship grant application forward. So we had those, one for each of the three main um, tri-agencies, SHRC, NSERC and, and CIHR. And then we did uh, put forward the one that we normally run each year with career services called Jumpstart Your Career. And it doesn't have to be just at the beginning that you do this. It's actually quite good doing it in, even in your second or third year, just to remind you how you can be preparing yourself for what's at the end. And so that went really, really well. And, you know, we use breakout rooms and things like that and polls and things. You can make some of these things a lot more interactive, which yeah. otherwise it can get a bit boring. So, you know, the interaction's really, really important. And so they did a, a really good job on that. And I'm just trying to think of some of the other ones because we have brought a few forward. Oh, we've been working with people outside about publishing because uh, that's very important for yeah, grad students definitely. and research. So there was one more for STEM disciplines and another one more for humanities, social sciences of what to look for when you're putting um, a publication in and you know what the editors are going to tell you. And then what do you do with that uh, information? The editors come back and say, you know, with, with changes and stuff, you know, how do you, how do you want, uh, how do you read that? How do you respond to them and still keep in good with that particular publication? Mm-hmm. So, so those things were important. Um, so that was, that's kind of how we kept ourselves busy over the summer and going through to this first week of the, the new academic year. But then we've also got some things coming up this term. One thing's one thing we're very conscious of at the moment is that you know everyone is ourselves included are getting it gets tiring looking at a screen all oh, day. Very, yeah. And it gets tired listening to whether you're in a meeting or a lecture or anything like that. So we're very cognizant of that fact 
So we haven't got as many workshops on this term because of that. We mm-hmm. want people to have a chance to sort of get settled into this new reality we're in right now. And, but then we'll bump it up again um, maybe in the winter term. But some exciting things we've got on this term, well, I think they're exciting, is um, coming up, well, Career Services, they normally run their expo, yeah, their education expo, which they're doing again. In fact, they're splitting it this year. So one, one day, I think, is specifically for businesses type things. Another one is for higher education. So okay. people wanting to go into... Uh, grad studies and of course with theirs they invite other universities to be a part Um, so that's coming up at the end of September so you know don't think either the education one or even the the business one is not for grad students it is for sure so um, grad students should think about going to both and I know they also do one for engineering Um, and that's also a good one for grad students to go along to and once again I think Grad students think that's just for undergrads. No, it's not. Um, these engineering companies are looking for grad students too. So uh, it's worthwhile going to that. So that's in, they're in September. Um, and for the School of Graduate Studies, because we're not able to go out and about ourselves in the same way as we would do and some of our programs, um, actually, I haven't put this out to my faculty yet, but I'm hoping they're all going to say yes. Well, if you say it on the radio, it's yeah, exactly. Happen. Then they're going to then they have to say yes. So at the end of October, I'd like to run a virtual fair with just the graduate programs under the School of Graduate Studies, and reach both internal and external prospective grad students. Um, and we're going to be using a, a platform that actually Quixi used in their presentations uh, just a couple of weeks ago called Hopin, and that allows people to be a centre of stage where we can have some presentations and then there's sessions where they can put up your videos and do a Q&A, and then there's a like a booth. So each, pro, you know, each faculty will get a booth where they can talk about programmes under their um, particular faculty. Wow, so that's looking, really interesting. Well, I know. I'm really, actually, to be honest, really looking forward to doing it because I haven't used that platform yeah. before. And even though new platforms scare me um, <laughs> big time because I'm not really a techie person, but I'm willing to give it a go. And once again, it's all about that interaction. What can we do to still do it? Yeah. So I'm looking forward to that. Um, and also, it seems like I'm thinking just about careers, but... Uh, I'm part of what's called the Graduate and Postdoctoral Development Network, which is a national group. And what's fantastic about that, I get to work with people like me who are in similar positions like me from other universities. Um, some of them are directly like me, others are more in the career service type thing. Um, but basically, it's what can we do to help support our grad students in their professional development. So this year, because... Um, everything's a bit crazy we all decided wouldn't it be great if we could have uh, we would normally run a career week ourselves here on campus can't do that so we're all going to put together and work on a virtual career week on a national basis wow that'll be really neat I know so really and I'm on the committee for that and it's it's looking really good right now and that's going to be in November Uh, so we're really looking forward to that it'll be you know um, from one till six, I think I, we worked it out one till six each day um, with different themes in each day and then ending up with various panels and things. So um, 
looking forward to that one. And then, oh, uh, during the summer too, when we first had COVID, we were just about to start our three minute thesis competition. Yeah. And then COVID came. And so that put a, a kibosh on doing it in person. But we were fortunate to be able to do uh, the three minute thesis virtually. Uh, and our students were fantastic being so patient with us tr as we tried to figure out the technology to make it look as live as possible. Well, it was live, but make it look as good as we potentially yeah. could. It's a and whole so, other challenge. <laughs> oh, I know. And I tell you, the amount of uh, equipment I had to use for that, thank goodness for IT services. They helped me out big time. In fact, even had to give me a, a different computer because mine wasn't strong enough oh, wow. to handle all the uh, <laughs> software that I needed. But uh, it, it was a good experience for me and a good experience for our students. And normally the winner of ours would then go on to the Ontario three-minute thesis, but unfortunately that had to be cancelled because there wasn't enough uh, Ontario universities that completed their three-minute thesis. Good news is um, we are, for those people who don't know, Queen's is part of the Matariki Network. And the Matariki Network is just seven universities. It's us um, from Canada, uh, then there's Durham University, Dartmouth University, University of West Australia, uh, Otago University, Uppsala, and Tobungan. So, so we've got uh, so Sweden, Germany, Australia, New Zealand, US, Canada, UK. Wow. Are represented. And last year was the first time we ran the Metariki uh, 3MT. It was a virtual one. And um, so they're going to do it again this year. Oh, and that's really so cool. Queen's is allowed to put our top three through to this competition. Um, we'll, we'll just send our videos that we've got done and then it gets assessed by judges. And then the big thing is we can we can all be a part of the people's choice when it all gets set up. So that's going to be in October. So I hope everyone, as soon as they see it, start voting for our students. Because quite frankly, our, our, our students did a really good job. Um, and had great topics to talk about. So I'm just trying to think, what else? I think we're doing quite... There's yeah. some other projects we're doing, not necessarily <laughs> events, but behind the scenes sort of projects that we're working on. You know, there's, um, there's a lot of things that have been going on in the world, and um, particularly in North America, with racism and, mm -hmm. uh, you know, inequality and stuff like that. So uh, we're not immune to it here in Queens or in Kingston, which is unfortunate because uh, we like to have a safe space for, for everybody sure. and not just safe from COVID, but safe from everything. Everyone should be treated with respect and dignity. So we're, we're working on, you know, there's been a mandate put out there by the school, not just school, uh, school graduate studies, but Queens in general. You know, what can we do be doing for EDII? So that's equity, diversity. Oh, I forgot. Um, I should know that. Equity, diversity, inclusiveness, and indigeneity. I knew I'd get there. There's too many eyes. <laughs> I find sometimes that uh, at Queen's we get so into the acronyms that and sometimes we, we forget exactly what, what they, they mean stand until for. We have to say what yeah. they will stand for. So sorry about that. So we, we're we not immune to that as either. So school graduate studies will be putting some modules together. Um, more to, there's, there's two ways we want to do it. One, to create an awareness that this goes on and this is what we can be doing. 
mm-hmm. and then expand that into more uh, you know these fancy words people use micro credentials and th- like a micro credential so you can go more in depth to find out about what all that means mm-hmm. um, so that's going to be a big project that we'll be working sure. on uh, but an exciting project yeah. at the same time and hopefully we can bring in some students to help us create those models I think one thing that COVID has done um, is make us understand what all the various technologies are out there that we could be using uh, in the past I would be really nervous to be doing virtual events and things like that because I'd think, oh, we don't have the expertise or the technology for it. Well, unfortunately, the technology is coming out from everywhere and it's kind of like, okay, well, we need to use it. And luckily, Queen's is actually getting, you know, they've upped how many pieces of technology or software that's available to us to use. That's great. And uh, so that's that's very exciting. Like I know I said we're going to be using Hopin. Uh, for this one event, um, but there's another one that Queen's, I think the School of Biz Smith has been using called All in the Loop. Queen's apparently is going to be getting that. So if that comes on board, I'm hopping in over to that one at some stage. And, you know, even creating modules and things. We've got the Articulate 360, which helps create modules and, and wow. what have you. So there's a lot of new things out there, and I think we may as well use them. Oh, to the best sure. of our abilities anyway yeah. and and seek help where we need to definitely awesome now was that a long-winded uh, <laughs> explanation that was a, a, definitely a lot of information but i think it's going to be extremely helpful for i'm sure you know this is going to air on both frosh fm and grad chat right so i think it's going to be really helpful for a lot of people to just know what um the school of graduate studies is and what you guys are working so hard to bring us and how you're constantly working to improve our lives. And I say ours, I'm, I'm no longer you, a graduate I know, student. But you, now I have to say on, on the air, <laughs> congratulations, because you have finished your master's. Thank you. I am so excited for you. And oh, I love hearing that. I'm so excited as well. Uh, it'll be weird not being uh, back in school this yes. coming week, though. But still, it's, it's, a, it's a good feeling to be done. <laughs> I, I bet it is. Uh, and you know what's been nice over the summer I've been getting emails from other grad students who, you know, they they write to me, say, Colette, I've just handed in my thesis. And I go, and I'm going, whoop, whoop, on the other end, right? Yeah. <laughs> or I've just defended and passed and, you know, oh, all these amazing. sorts of things. And it's really, really nice to hear that because I know it's not easy doing grad studies. Oh, so for sure. So it is a good milestone and it should be celebrated. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Yeah, it's been especially nice because I think when COVID hit, um, a lot of us were very worried about what was going to happen. Um, I yeah. luckily, all of my research is, I deal with ancient Greek right. texts. So obviously, I don't need to do any in-person research. But for, for those that I think had to do interviews and stuff. Yes. And even, um, you know, the, yeah. like you said, the field research, some people were just about to go off and do their field research. Yeah. And so I've had to change slightly what their uh, research was going to be. Um, that's unfortunate mm-hmm. but the good thing is they were still able to find something and it's exactly all, you know you can always go back and do that later but do what you can now to keep progressing for sure and I, I definitely feel that uh I, I think a lot of us have felt very supported by you know our own faculties as that's well good. as the SGS and the SGPS so it's been very nice and very 
rewarding to finish my master's through this whole time. <laughs> you can cl- you can check that off and in 20 years time you go, I remember joining COVID. The year was 2020. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And I was almost finished and then it hit us and it was like, what? <laughs> and then I had to request library books a week in advance and be organized for a change. Yes. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Who would have thought? I know. It's not going to be a year that we'll forget anytime soon, I no, don't think. that's for sure. Actually, talking about uh, resources and things, um, like I said, we usually have our resource fair. But because there is so much going on, we've decided we will hold that in the winter term. And hopefully by then we might have a few more people back in, in the country or yeah. at least in the same time frame. Um, if we can do it in person that's great not sure we're quite there yet so it's highly likely it would be a virtual one but with these new tools that we're learning about that'll actually make it a lot more easier for people to pop in and out of different booths when they want to as opposed to in zoom where you have to get put into a breakout room and things for these other technologies so all those resources such as you know the student academic success services quick Career Services, CTL, uh, SGPS, um, like you said, the Registrar's Office, the Banry Centre, all those sort of areas that can help and support students will be back at that. So we're not going to, so we're not, we haven't got rid of it totally if we're just delaying it because it's, it's just too overwhelming for everybody right now. Oh, for sure. Yeah. And we're also hoping with frosh fm that mm-hmm. it can be also a place for people to go and look for resources so if you're listening right now and you're wondering about some information about different clubs different resources around campus check out our podcast because we have yes a bunch of little blurbs uh just a lot of short little 10 15 minute episodes uh going into what some of the services are available to students that's fantastic yeah. and and to supplement that too because there's so many new websites opening up right now it can get a bit oh, confusing sure. as well uh we we like to think at school graduate studies we've made it a little easier there's two main pages i would suggest people look at on our website the queensu.ca sgs and that's our orientation page, which is under current students. And also, I've just renamed it. It's the 2020-21 updates, which is used to be like our FAQs for just COVID. Uh-huh. But there's a lot yeah. of things there where people have been asking questions of how things are going to happen. But there's also a resource list there as well. Awesome. So there's a couple of, you know, a couple of pages there you may want to check out at some stage. Awesome, for sure. So... Um, now, how, how about you just quickly tell me a little bit about, so for those that are unaware, Colette has a radio show on CFRC, which is where we are right now. Well, that's very fortuitous that you brought that up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, maybe you can tell, uh, the audience a little bit about what grad chat is and I, how they can get involved with it. And I would love to, because now's the time that I'm calling out for more students, grad students. So grad chat. Grad Chat is a 29-minute show every Tuesday at 4 p.m. on CFRC 101.9 FM. And what I do there is I invite a grad student onto the show each week. Um, and with that, I'm basically asking them about what they're, if they're in a research program, what is the research that they're doing and why. Uh, and if they're not in a research program... for instance, one of the professional programs, what drew them to come to that particular program in the first place? Like some of them have come back from work, 
been working or some of them are still working and doing a grad like a grad diploma or a master's or something along at the same time so asking them basically about either their work why they're doing it what else do they do um, in between their studies because it's amazing how much uh, our grad students can do outside of their studies oh, as shocking well. shocking sometimes. <laughs> uh, I know, and, it, and it's fascinating though. Um, and then, you know, what's it like? What's the experience like being a, a grad student? And I'm going to add a few more things this year in terms of looking at, you know, your thoughts. Because things have been changing up so much, you know, have you been coping yourselves with you know the fact that we're more isolated than we were before i mean grad studies can be isolating and mm-hmm. you know we keep saying we want to build community um it gets even harder when we're not allowed to see people too For often sure. so how is everyone you know what are they doing to cope with that and and still progress and also keep healthy along the way so they're the kind of things that they do we're doing and so i would love any grad student out there doesn't matter where you are in your program right now because we can adapt it accordingly if you're interested in coming on and learning how to speak to different audiences just send me an email at the school of graduate studies and i'd love to bring you on to the show cfrc is a great place for you to learn how to present but it's also a great place for you to learn other skills as well because they're always looking for volunteers and things to help them here and what better way to learn about podcasting and how the radio system works and and if you're into music the collection of music here is awesome and I can't wait till I retire so I can actually just go through the whole lot (laughs) (laughs) because it is amazing we still got the old LPs vinyl um (laughs) as well as the cds so it's an amazing place so like i said please give me a call love for to i need to start recording some new ones love to hear from you awesome yeah and uh i i've been on grad chat myself and i must say it was a really neat experience and uh, my parents laughed afterwards. They listened to it and they were like, oh, I finally understand what you're studying. <laughs> you see, it's yeah. important yeah, because your, your parents and your family love to get bragging rights. Oh, they love to go so. and say that, oh, my daughter, my son was on the radio today. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I know I had one of my nephews um he actually thought I was a professional radio person. I said, no, it's just a, you know, it's a community radio station and I volunteer for it. <laughs> I wouldn't consider myself a professional DJ. <laughs> uh, just lean into it. It's yeah. fun. <laughs> All right. So um, I guess one last major question. Mm-hmm. Uh, if I was a new student coming to Queen's, and I, a new graduate student specifically, and I was looking for some ways to come and do some events, see some resources, get some career development. What are some big events you have coming up uh, specifically aimed towards new students coming in? Okay, so actually all those things that I mentioned before, new students, you can go to that too. It's not just for when you're certain of a certain amount along in your degree. Like any sort of those career type fairs, I actually think it's better to go early rather than later because it gives you an idea of what you could be leading towards. Because sometimes people come into grad studies and don't, they wanted, they're um, excited about the either the research or the program, but don't always have an endpoint of what happens after that. So this can, these sorts of career fairs, I would say, would be really good to um, check out 
and it may give you some ideas. The other thing is, uh, for instance, the SGPS. I keep talking about building community. So the SGPS has been running a lot of and is continuing to do it, uh, virtual like trivia nights, um, other sorts of virtual events for you to get to meet each other. It is really, really important to get a couple of buddies, all right, as you're going through the process. Because at times, like you said, you are going to be feeling a little bit low every now and then, but it's your mates that can help pick you up. Um, so, so that's important. The other thing that is important is there's a lot of um, departments on campus. We are here to support you. We want you to succeed. So going to places like Student Academic Success Services, which has a writing centre and, and a learning strategies um, advisors, they're there to help you. You don't have to go there when you just feel your wits end and you go, I just can't do it. I, you know, I'm, I'm sinking. They would prefer for you to go to them early rather than later because if for writing, writing in grad is a little bit different to what you did in high school or undergrad. Oh, so for sure. you need to learn how to write that academic way and they can help you with that. Definitely. Whether you're English speaking or English as a second language, they have people that can help you. Yeah, um, I definitely underestimated uh, the types of resources that SAS had for graduate students specifically. Yeah. Um, and I was very pleased to know that they, they aren't just there to help you if you're like, oh, I've never written an essay before. They're also there to walk you through how Absolutely. to write a graduate level essay as Exactly. Well. And yeah. they've got a lot of great modules online right now, as well as their one-on-one -on -one consultations. Um, likewise, Queen's University International Centre, they are there to help you as an international student. I mean, domestic students can seek them as well because it's good to learn the intercultural um, atmosphere. So, you know, they're there to help you. Career Services, Centre for Teaching and Learning. If you're wanting to do more with teaching, they have unbelievable modules and workshops to help you learn how to be a good teacher. So um, one of the things they've got, they've got the, if you're going to be a teaching assistant, they now have a toolkit online to help you as a, a TA, how to be a TA in this environment where it's all virtual. For sure. So those sorts of yeah. things. So as soon as you know the kind of things you want to be doing, seek out where's the support to help me get there. Don't wait until it gets too too big or you're starting to stress over it because we don't want you to stress over it. For sure. So, you know, we always say about, um, you know, prevention's better than cure, <laughs> yep. so to speak. Use that analogy in seek advice early rather than later for sure uh, that kind of thing so and also we have some great resources on the student wellness side of things don't hesitate uh, you know we've got embedded counselors you've got a good service over there um, you don't like I said you don't have to be going going to the worst part even if you're starting to feel a little bit anxious particularly in the beginning particularly if you're a new grad student it's a different environment to what you were going to be expecting because we are doing a lot virtually. Um, you know, reach out if you need someone to talk to. That's what counsellors are for. It's not just when you're in the worst um, scenario. Sometimes you just need to be able to talk to someone outside of the academic area and just let steam off. And, and likewise, if you, even if you don't want to go to those, the SGPS have their uh, advisors. They're also great, and that's peer-to-peer. -peer. So sometimes that's a little bit nicer, particularly in the beginning. That's a little bit nicer than going to a counsellor, and I'm doing quotes there. Yeah, for sure. Mm. 
So I would say that. Don't don't wait. Ask what's available to me. No one's going to tell you. You've got to go and reach out for it. So go and find out what's available to you. For sure. Awesome. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm glad we could chat today to give a lot of new students. I think this is going to be useful primarily for graduate students, mm-hmm. but I even think there's some information in there for undergrads as well that's yes. very useful. So uh, if you're tuning in, no matter where you are in your university career, uh, there's plenty of resources available for you. And all you got to do is ask. Exactly. Yep. All you have to do is ask and then just do it. Exactly. That's <laughs> that's the ch- more challenging part for some that, people, I that's find. That's true. That's true. Yeah. We do tend to procrastinate. I know I do. <laughs> Me too. But there's sure. a learning module on procrastination. So. Oh, great. Check it out if you're like me. <laughs> All right. So can you tell us how to get in touch if we either just want to watch the videos that you mm-hmm. were talking about earlier, if we're looking for events, yep. if we want to be on Grad Chat? Okay, so the first port of call, if if you um, need to remember just one thing, is our front office, which uh, their email is grad.studies at queensu.ca. And if so if you've got a query, you can always send it uh, an email into them and our lovely ladies at the front there, Nancy and Barb, will then forward the email on to whoever in our department can answer it. The other place to check out our events and things is our main website, which is queensu.ca forward slash SGS. And then, um, and we link all, you know, that's basically rules and regulations, how we can promote you, etc. But we also put our events on that homepage as well. And then, of course, if you want to sort of sign up or look to see what kind of workshops we're going to be hosting, our other website, queensu.ca forward slash EXPH, which stands for Expanding Horizons. That is a, an area. Admittedly, we're going to be updating it because we're changing to a new web content system. But um, it's where all our workshops are and other resources that can help you during your uh, stay in, in grad studies, including the PhD Community Initiative, which is a new project opening up. Oh, amazing. Mm-hmm. Awesome. And so anything else you'd like to share before we sign off? I would just like to say uh, for those current students who, current and new students actually, is that, yep, this year is going to be a really strange year for all of us. Um, and the way we're going to get through to it through it is, uh, first of all, for us listening to your thoughts. Um, so if you've got so many ideas, let us know. And working on that, but also making sure that individually we stay healthy and safe. Um, like I said, I don't particularly like wearing this mask, but it's important that we do the right thing. And, I, and that's the, you know, staying healthy and safe and also knowing that the School of Graduate Studies and all our departments here on, on campus are here for you. Because like I said, we do want you to succeed. So we'll do what we can to help you succeed. Like we said, ask ask for help if you need it ask for even if you've got an idea come and come and let us know because we are here to help you awesome well thank you so much again for sitting down to chat with me today very welcome have a great 2021 it's very hard to say it 2021 academic year everybody (laughs) (laughs) and we will get out of we will come to the end you know we will get through this we will and eventually we'll get back to all being on campus being able to meet each each other in person which will be awesome yes i can't wait
Thanks for tuning in to Frosh FM. You can find us on all your podcasting apps, so make sure to subscribe to stay up to date on all future episodes. Have a question for us? Find us on Instagram at frosh underscore FM, where you can comment or DM us and we'll make sure to answer all your questions on one of our upcoming episodes. Are you new at Queen's and want to produce a segment for Frosh FM all about your first year experience? Interested in developing your own podcast? Do you just want to explore CFRC's impressive music library? Reach out to programs at CFRC to get in on our next volunteer training session. Frosh FM is hosted by CFRC 101.9 FM in Kingston, Ontario, located at Queen's University, which is situated on the traditional territory of the Anishinaabe and Haudenosaunee peoples. The podcast network at CFRC, hosted at podcast.cfrc.ca, is brought to you by the generous support of the Faculty of Engineering and Applied Sciences.